Welcome back for another episode of the TACAS. I am Fenrir765, and I am here to talk all things video games. Well, not all things, just whatever I find interesting with my main Deuterino, the Optimus Fett. How are you, sir? I am fantastic, Fen. I am still so excited about the Borderlands movie. I can't fucking wait. <laughs> well... You know, did you like what I did with our notes uh, this time around for that? You like what I did with your notes this time around for that? <laughs> you know, you made it really hard to surprise you with the the my Borderlands drop. So when because I- you guys got fucking annoying with it <laughs> because you did it every fucking episode. Well, I had to drop it in there, unbeknownst to you, into the notes before you got to it. So, yes. Yes, I, I, I found a way to get to you again, sir. Anyways, I will make a truce with you. I will not drop anything about the Borderlands movie until we actually get a trailer. I'm going to keep talking about it. Nope, <laughs> I'm just going to keep talking about it. All right, I, I tried. I, I, I tried to make a truce. I tried to bring it, you know, bring an end to this until we actually get some real things. But all right, okay. No, I got to give Game Agent E.T. something to talk about. Oh man, that was that was that was also gold on uh on their show the on oh, the God oh God it hurts podcast yes. episode twenty three yeah, yeah fuck him the double the double feature I'm just kidding Eddie <laughs> oh man anyways yes I was like you asshole <laughs> the running gag of the Borderlands movie I guess will not end yet um sir. You know, it's been a busy few weeks since we last recorded. Uh, We got the Game Awards have come out with all their nominees. Uh, You know, you know, to be to be honest, I didn't even look at that. You know why? It's fucking trash. Ah, come on. I think it's important to have that in the industry. You know, it's good to have a Oscar style thing. You get things like where Joseph Ferris gets up there and just drops f bombs about the Oscars. You know. That's great. That's great TV, man. Great TV. But uh, they dropped their nominees. A lot of people are obviously butthurt about that. They're, you know, that their game didn't get picked or people are, are complaining about how, you know, DLC is a game of the year contender. Um, you know, it's just, it's a wild time. So, you know, the internet, of course, doesn't know how to have any chill when it comes to these things. But we have that amongst other news. But the main reason we're here is because we, you and I both like to play video games. So I'm a, you know, tell me a little bit about what you've been playing. Like what's been uh, your sticks have been clicking to? Uh, well, mostly, mostly just co-op or uh, 
PvP shooters. I've been playing a lot of Overwatch 2 with uh, Bus and his buddy Rhett and then Anthem and you and Warlock and all the people that play that. And then I've been playing a freaking filthy amount of the new Modern Warfare 2. Uh, a little bit of Injustice 2 on Fight Night. I've also been playing the Borderlands the movie game. I have it before anybody else <laughs> because I'm special. Uh, okay. Well, uh, I uh, I finally rolled credits on uh, Plague Tale Re- Requiem and yeah, love that game. Love it. Absolutely um, one of the best storytelling out of the, the two games together, Innocence and Requiem, it just it is a fantastic story and I, I, I just can't say enough. I, I, if you like stories and you're a fan of kind of stealthy games, then I would definitely go play both of them. Um, if you want to kind of skip the first game, you can definitely watch some story, uh, catch up recaps and jump into the second one and get the best of like everything. Cause the second one definitely improves a lot of the mechanics and makes it a lot more simpler to understand and or not simpler but intuitive still jamming to Rumbleverse a lot uh tomorrow i believe the new map the new season for Rumbleverse drops so i'm excited to try that out sometime soon uh and get in there they will be adding uh, trios and eventually i think full four people squads but uh trios will be cool so if anybody's interested in joining uh warlock and i because we both love this game a lot uh we would love to have you on there and and get some uh, crazy shenanigans happening with that and then overwatch 2 like you mentioned i just don't know about that game yet man like it's i get it i get why it's fun you you have to put some serious time into it and then when it clicks then you're gonna have a lot of fun you're gonna find the characters you like and what what you know what I mean? Yeah. Last night I jumped into training because I was just kind of toy around with a bunch of DPS characters to figure out which ones I like. And then Anthem and Warlock got on. They're like, hey, let's play. And I was like, okay, no, I, I suck, but let's do it. What I did, yeah, honestly, what I did at first and what they encouraged me to was just play DPS just to learn kind of the game. And I pick, I stuck with very simple characters like Soldier 76 and Sojourn just to get a grasp on mm-hmm. the movement and the mechanics of the game. And then once I got comfortable with that, I started playing. Uh, I started playing a couple of sport people, and then a couple of tanks, and then yeah, yeah. yeah I just kind of need to f- nail down at least think one character in each of the classes, and just spend all my time playing those characters for a little while as I yeah, figure it out. I so. would, yeah, I would just focus on if you can just the DPS for a little bit. Yeah, get good with two of those, and then maybe the support or the tanks because. You're going to get stuck playing support a lot when you go to play all roles because that's yeah. what happens to me a lot. That, yeah, I've noticed that too. And then finally, I uh, got to jump into some Halo with uh, uh, Por- Porsche Power from or Ains from Season Gaming. And that was a lot of fun. Uh, he just threw up a random Halo night and I just sent him a message and he was like, yeah, sure, come join. And I, I got in there and played with a bunch of people. We played a lot of Forge maps. There were some remakes of Lockout, Haven, uh, some uh, newer maps, a newer version of the Duck Up map, which was awesome. Uh, a newer version of like mini sumo racing with uh, the mongooses where they were like shrunk down in size. So it, you look like a massive giant Spartan standing on them, which 
it was pretty hilarious. It was a good time. And, you know, Forge obviously has a lot of growing pains to go through. It It's the beta, right? Uh, but it there, there's already a lot of really cool stuff out there. There was a grounded map uh, with, you know, obviously tall grass and large toys in the yard. And you could run around on that that we played uh, Capture the Flag with. That was really kind of cool. So I, I'm looking. Looking forward to seeing what comes out of this forge, and hopefully it will uh, get better as time goes on, and, and we see a lot of really cool maps and some things that will go into the mainstay of the Halo Arena, and we can maybe get some people like a Sir Optimus Fett to come back and try out some Halo Dude, again. I'm sorry, that game's dead to me, Finn. Oh, it it will never be dead to me. I will. That's fine. You, I will, you have fun. I, I want you to have fun. You play it for me because they fucking stab me so deep and it hurts so bad. I don't want any part of it. I will hold a candle for you, man. I'll keep the light on and you don't, when not, you're ready to come back. back dude. <laughs> I'm not coming back. Oh, they're going to drop some BR mode and you're going to be like, nope, maybe. Maybe I should try to. Don't that need out. it. <laughs> nope. All right, man. Well, I, you know, that's all I've been playing, but I will just go back and say a Plague Tale Requiem chef's kiss it's perfect it's a great game it's fantastic um yes so if you would love to come on the tag ass if you would love to talk to us about video games we would love to have you just come to our discord server which you can find at the adultgamer.com the in. only thing i ask is that they have to be a fan of the borderlands movie coming out oh we're gonna have a giant like trove of people coming at us with uh their oh, good love. good i can't wait i'm very excited they're just gonna be flaunting it in front of you you're you're just gonna be casting shadows all over the east coast man as the sun sets it's gonna be amazing anyways the we'd love to have you on the show we'd love to talk video games we'd love to talk about any burning desire you have in the video game world that you just love to or you really think that you know a message needs to get out there we are adults we like to play video games we also like to talk about them and you know it's just fun to gather together as a community so you can find that at theadultgamer.com and check us out in our discord server and i promise you it's a good time here now the news sir it has been busy there has been a lot to discuss the first story i picked up for us was the witcher or cd project red has come out and said hey guess what on december 14th everybody who owns the game will get the next gen update free next gen upgrade yeah yep. i'm i started this game like two three years ago and i never i didn't go very far because i just saw the over i got to like the very beginning and i was like holy shit this game's huge and i had just finished playing like one of the fallouts and one of like, I was just yeah. like, I needed a break from giant games. And I just kind of was like, you know what? Now's not the time. And I kind of shelved it. So maybe with this update, uh, I'll be more enticed to play it, but yeah. I'm looking forward to seeing what it looks like. It's cool that they're doing this for the fans and they're doing it for free. They're not charging yep. hit 10 $10 to get your next gen update. Yeah. I am tempted. Cause I don't own a copy of it anymore. I got it physical, uh, back towards when it first released, it, it's it was on sale digitally, super cheap, yeah, like no. a couple weeks ago. I I want to pick it up, but also like it is a big it is a big undertaking. It is a huge game, and I think I put like almost two hundred hours into it when I played it. So I, 
you know, I don't have that time with all the stuff that's coming out, right? So I, I'm toying with the idea of doing another playthrough of Cyberpunk just because they've added another new patch that adds a bunch of other cool quality of life stuff yeah. and some more I, graphical enhancements. I and I was to, like, shit. I need to do my first playthrough. I need to get to it at some oh, point. Oh, it's so good. I know. I After know. After that big patch, it's so good. I know. I'll get there eventually. But still, it is really awesome that they're doing this with all the news of the Witcher remake. Uh, you know, the the other Witcher stories that they plan on telling. I think it's just really great. And it's an awesome thing to do. And, you know, the game was beautiful looking back on the Xbox one. Right. So I can only imagine what it's going to look like on the series X with my 4k and all that stuff. So uh, I'm really excited to, to see it. And I hope that maybe time will give me some freedom to go back to it. So, all right, next up I have PUBG, Crafton Studios. They have purchased a developer called Neon Giant, and they're, they're known for this little game that Hop uh, will never finish called The Ascent. And, you know, Ubo has everything to do with that. Uh, the reasons why Hop will never finish this game. So yeah, they, they purchased that studio and apparently the studio is working on an open world first person shooter game. So I'm pretty sure that was your fault. Uh, you know, Ubo, it was all Ubo. <laughs> all Ubo. He I won- mean, really it was, it was this developer's fault. Um, but still, <laughs> yeah, that sucks. I really liked that game, but after they deleted my, save when i joined your co-op game i was like well i'm done with this game and you were right at the end too which i was i felt so bad i i it wasn't your fault i was in the fetal position it's not ubo's fault either it's a good joke but it's not (laughs) ubo's fault no it's not it it was just a really clunky way to start a game and it it, i just it sucked yeah so if there's one thing that i just don't understand about certain modern gaming is some studios really have a hard time figuring out lobby multiplayer things i don't know why they don't just copy what works like they're they're always trying to reinvent the wheel or they don't have any wheel at all and they just kind of put something together with band-aids and duct tape like the week before the game comes out quick we gotta have some kind of multiplayer functionality ah (laughs) yeah and then you have weird uh, things where they'll have online, but no, you know, couch, uh, side by side. Like we figured that out with, was it injustice the other day? Like, you know, we could play online with each other, but, uh, Sith and, Oh, but if you have two people in the same house, yeah, there's no couch co-op added to. Yeah. 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 So it was just kind of, it was wild. Right. But, um, yeah, it's just, it's kooky. So I, I wish uh, Neon Giant and uh, Crafton Studios their their uh, best wishes as they go into this open world first person shooter. And maybe they can iron out some of those kinks uh, going forward. Now, I recently played this game, uh, Control, from Remedy Entertainment this year, uh, obviously through the power of Game Pass. And it's, I... It's on my list play i love probably it. be the next single player game i'll play because i've been i've had it for mm-hmm. more than six months the series x enhanced version and i haven't even started it yet it is a <laughs> fantastic game it, That's all i've heard i know you know great story great mechanics and, and i saw they announced the second one i was yep. like oh, shit i should probably play the first one now i'm assuming it's a ways out because uh remedies seems to be rather busy yeah with things. so yeah. but they've announced it and it's being published by 505 games which will uh also be multi-platform but 
you know, I'm, I'm still, I'm excited that they're going to get a sequel to this game. Um, I'm going to rewind for a second here. Uh, when I was talking about the Plague Tale, um, one of the things I keep saying that I hope, and I think I said it last time, was I really hope they keep that game a duology and not try to venture off. They they made a... There's some things at the end of the game that makes you think, oh, they could definitely do more, but it's okay if they leave if they left it alone and never came back to it, it would be perfectly fine, right? So I'm really hoping that maybe Remedy does, does the same thing. Like, yeah, they've announced Control 2 here. Maybe it just stays as a duology. Like, we need to embrace the duology. We don't need trilogies or quadrilogies anymore. It's okay if a story is told over two games and you're done. It is okay. It is fine to do yeah, that. Yeah, but it's also okay if they can keep making good stories if it, if it works to make a third story. But I get what you're saying. If they if don't force a third game story if it's going to turn out like a turd. Yeah. I know what you mean. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I mean like honestly really for me as much as I love the series, Gears only exists as Gears 1 to 3. Like, mm-hmm. in my canon, they're, the 4 and 5 don't exist. They're like fan fiction. The, uh-huh. the stories were okay, but they were pretty flaccid compared to the original trilogy. Fair. So, yeah, definitely fair. And, yeah. I mean, I'm really enjoying the, the new trilogy, but we'll dive into that in a little bit. Uh, Battlefield 2042 from EA is, and Dice Studios is uh, coming to Game Pass with a uh, launch of Season 3. Um, I don't recall the date, but yeah, it is it is coming up here soon, I believe. Uh, do you think you'll take a moment to dive into you know get your toes uh, a little wet see what, what other people say i so friend like you i work i have other hobbies mm-hmm. so like i really <laughs> only have time for you. Multiple multiplayer games so and i would rather play the game that i have lots of fun with that a lot of my friends are playing you know then try to learn a whole nother game that maybe people only play for the three months it's on game pass or whatever yeah. and then abandon and just the track record of this game has me kind of sketched out it's it's it seems it's on to par have with ironed it out i think it's ironed itself out in a lot of ways from what i've heard but i i understand what you're saying i fully agree with your intent i however uh am a person that's like hmm, if it's there and i can try it with no real big repercussion other than maybe 30 minutes of my time. I'll give it a shot just to see what it's like. I remember playing the beta and I was like, no, I'm not going to do this. I'm not going to pay money for it. I was really excited for it, but then the beta really turned me off. So I'd like to see where it's come from since then. Yeah. It seemed to be the consensus on the beta. Yeah. Oh yeah. The beta was full of all sorts of wild things. Um, And, and especially when it, and even when it first released, there was still a ton of issues. So uh, they had a lot of memes and, you know, people I think were trying to break the game on purpose by doing ridiculous things. So, um, yeah, it's enough to get me to try it. I don't know if it's something that will, uh, I will give a lot of long term time with, especially with uh, some things that have come out or are coming out over the next few months as they are, because I tend to go to the new shiny object anyways. So. This story, oh my goodness, I wish this would be a reality because it was kind of gorgeous. Excuse me. Um, Apparently, six years ago, 
a artist named Thomas Fichtmerner. By Fichtmer. I don't even want to go too far in that. But anyways, he pitched a 2D Metrovania based on Dark Souls 3 to Bandai Namco. It was rejected, supposedly. And he is now tweeting out some uh, pictures. Pictures of the designs of and the, stuff. Yeah. And yeah, it's, it looks awesome. It looks gorgeous. And I wish See, I this have, was a thing. They're referencing Blasphemous, which I picked up and mm-hmm. started. And uh, I really like that game. I just kind of put it on the back burner because I'm like, oh, I'm not in the mood for this yet. Yeah. But I know I will uh, get back to it. But yeah. So it, cool. Yeah, the this looks gorgeous, and they have uh, one of the bosses dances of the Boreal Valley, which was a pain See in the ass boss. Um, and you know, as a two D representation, like it looks spot on. So I would love to see something like this in action, and hell, I'd play the hell out of it. And with Dark Souls three, I think it would be a perfect kind of Metroidvania world to do that. So that'd be really cool to see that. I know. Many, many moons ago on a TagCast episode, we did kind of a, what game would you, if you could take it out of its current genre and put it into a completely different genre, what would you do? And we had all of these great ideas. I never once thought of a Dark Souls in a Metroidvania uh, 2D side-scroller. I think that's a fantastic idea. So, and then also we got news on... Call of Duty. Remember a while back we talked about how Call of Duty is going to take a year off? Doesn't, yeah. Doesn't quite seem to be the case. Uh, yeah, sort of. This is... Uh, no, I, I've i been keeping up on this, and this is... It's not really like... We're not getting a new game. We're getting an expansion for Modern Warfare 2 uh, story expansion, and possibly the rumored map remakes... Um, from the original Modern Warfare 2 will be included in this release. They'll also probably be included for everybody that plays the current Modern Warfare 2. Like, they're not going to split the multiplayer community, but the people that pay for the um, <clears throat> this update are going to get the new story content. They'll probably get these maps plus a Battle Pass tier skip bundle or something. You know what I mean? Just yeah. to make it more enticing to them. Um, I'm okay with this because I really like the campaign, and if this is more story that's along that same vein, I know that um, Sledgehammer is going to take the reins on doing the narrative on this one. Hopefully, they're following some notes from what Infinity War did this year because I really like the campaign this year. Uh, Sledgehammer's campaign for Vanguard was okay; it wasn't great. Uh, this year's campaign was great, so hopefully, uh, it follows up to that level. Well, and but, you, um, you mentioned that, you people... know, like the thing that drives me crazy is like, there's all these people who are like, well, I paid $70 because I thought it's going to be a two year game. And if you start to calculate value for the money, video games are still fucking way cheaper than movies or Blu-rays or streaming services. Like the amount of hours I get out of a $70 a year Call of Duty game are fucking insane compared to what I pay for a movie ticket or a night out with my wife. That's astronomical compared to what... <laughs> you know what I mean? Are you saying your so wife doesn't like, have cheap tastes? Uh, well, I'm just saying two adults out at a restaurant. Think about it. Dinner, yeah, I get what you drinks, mean. I understand. I appetizers... Get that's one. That's two or three hours for seventy bucks, yeah. eighty bucks, hundred bucks, depending on where you go. It could go up from there. Two hundred bucks I've spent in an evening, right? Yep. 
And we're talking about a game that you're going to pay 70 maybe $100 if you buy the Ultimate Edition like I do. Even if I do that and I play it two hours a day, I'm still like less than a dollar a day, like 50 cents a day or something. It's fucking insane. And people bitch nonstop. Yeah. It's ridiculous. No, I, I, I feel you on that completely. I, I just found it interesting that they were kind of marketing this whole, like, we're going to take a break, and then you're really not taking oh, a they break. Nev- they, they never said that. I mean, the rumor, they I guess. They never rumor. said that. The editorial people at all these news sites put their two cents in and said that Activision, Blizzard, Infinity Ward, nobody of the developer side ever said any of that stuff. Well, maybe that was all speculation. What didn't? But no, nope, I'm trying. They to, never said that. Hold on, I'm just saying. I'm trying to remember. Didn't like in one of the Activision Blizzard Microsoft merger conversation things that came out. There was like a comment from maybe it was like Phil or somebody at Microsoft that was like maybe maybe we would look at toning down the annual release. Like wasn't maybe that's where that came from. More so than it was. Maybe, and there was also there was also the fact that Treyarch's game isn't coming out till twenty twenty four. So I think everybody assumed that this was going to be a two year game. Okay, because they're giving Treyarch a long because Treyarch basically has been involved with every Call of Duty since Black Ops three, like back to back. They've never really had a break. They yeah. <laughs> they've had to make either make or help support a game in some fashion every year for the past like ten years. So they're getting an extra long period to work on their next game. Well, speaking of breaks, but, it looks like that you know Xbox is going to continue to have a break from Final Fantasy because it seems to be the case that Final Fantasy 16 will be a PlayStation exclusive for at least six months. Remember when they said Final Fantasy 7 Remake was only going to be an exclusive for one year? And it's been like almost a year and a half two years right since that no, that's that's fine if they don't want my money yeah. i don't have to give it to them that's very true like but anyways yeah so it looks like uh we're gonna not get final fantasy 16 right away i mean i'm not the target audience i haven't played a final fantasy and god knows how long um so yeah same so yeah, it's not for me, but i, I would have probably checked out that seven remake, remake. I, I, but uh since we're not going to get it, uh, oh well. Now, moving on to the next story, you and I are big fans of this movie series, and you know we are probably really hyped about this, uh, the fourth uh, entry into this series, uh, and that's John Wick, right? Yeah, yeah. Well, apparently Lionsgate is shopping around John Wick for a big AAA game based on the franchise. Uh, according to their CEO. And I'm getting this from a news article from IGN.com. And it was interesting. And I, as soon as I saw it, I said, no, why, why, why do you have to do this? It is a movie I am really enjoying. And it's a series that's really fun. Why do you got to go and try to solely it by making a video game with it? You know, there's a, I haven't played it, but apparently there's a really decent John Wick Hex game out there that people seem to really enjoy, but they want to make a more full-fledged AAA experience. Right. And I, I'm nervous about this. I don't know. Like, sometimes I think it's just okay to let dogs sleep where they are, right? Yeah, right. It, it'll, it'll either, it could either turn out really good and really fun, or it could turn out to just be like, man, why'd they make that? I don't know. Like, whatever. They're... 
they see dollar signs, right? Yeah. So they're going to chase it. Um, hopefully they get a good developer and make a fun game, um, you know, and it stays true to that world. Um, it'd be interesting, like, what time frame they would do. They could do something maybe in between or something, you know, because I don't think they're going to probably get Charlie Bunch to do anything because I know I would love to play, like, early John Wick, right? But they're probably yeah. not going to let us have that in a game. They'll probably, if they don't do that in the movies, they'll probably let that happen in a graphic novel or uh, book story, I'm sure. Fair enough. Because um, I think the rumor is we're getting five total John Wick movies. It was yes. the, the last thing I read, right? Yep. I think this said maybe, two more movies. And maybe number five will have a flashback to the well, early John Wick. We'll and see. And there is a, there's a TV show, right, called The Continental? Like something based on the hotel. Right, spinoff. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, all right. Well, I'm going to go ahead and shift gears to probably the biggest news story that I've actually avoided talking to you about. And that is uh, Netflix announced they are making a Gears of War movie as well as an, a live action feature film that will be followed by an adult animated series with potential for more stories to follow. I saw this and I was like, holy shit, it's actually going to happen. I mean, there's been talk of a Gears of War movie for ages, but now that Netflix is saying it, it's going to happen. Like, it, it's going to come out. Whether it's good or not, I don't know yet. Netflix has a very checkered history of quality. Right. But, you know, uh, with The, with the it's Witcher. It's weird, like, the Castlevania animated series, fucking great. awesome. Witcher. Uh, great. I actually need to go and finish The Witcher. I was enjoying it. I just got distracted by something else. Um, I'm worried about Bioshock. Mm-hmm. And I'm going to be honest. I'm slightly worried about Gears because I love the franchise so much, especially those first three games. And the novelizations that are canon to those first three games that Karen Travis did are fucking great. And if they shit all over those... I'm probably just not going to care and not watch it. All right, so this might get us into a deep dive topic territory, and I apologize if it does, <laughs> but I wanted to take a moment and talk about this because I had, like, you are my Gears Award dude. Like, you and Sith are probably deep into that universe more than I'm. I'm casual at best. I love Gears 1 through 3. I played them. I played a lot of them, and I enjoy 4 and 5. And I, and Yeah, I like 4 and 5, but to me, they're like, it's like fan fiction that somebody wrote afterwards. Fan, and it's like, yeah. it's kind of fun, yep. but it's not. And, and I, I'm not saying I'm not saying that to anybody else that loves them. I'm not shitting on your pizza. I'm just saying for me, they don't. Yeah. They don't have that same. It's an opinion. Like you're not. Yeah. You're not attacking anybody, and that's that's okay, man. Um, I I still think Hive Busters is probably a fantastic story if you ever get to play it. If you haven't played it yet, Hop, you need to go play it. But I was. You know, I, if it's on Game Pass, maybe I'll I'll install. But when that first came out, I had uninstalled Gears yeah. Five to make room for something else. But yeah. now that I have my one terabyte expansion card, I have room for a couple more things to play. I'm telling you, man, when you want to play some high busters, let me know. I will get it going because I will play it through that again. It, it it's fun, and it we're getting off topic. Anyways, back to the Wait. Gears War movie. So. I want to first start with this question to you. 
I want you to think a little bit. Like I'm sure you've seen the tweets and the comments around Reddit and everywhere with people making their own suggestions on actors that should portray Delta Squad. So I yeah, want honestly, I haven't looked at any of that stuff. Really? Interesting. Yeah, I didn't look at any of it. So, you know, what would you I guess how would you cast Delta Squad if you could? Would you go with the you know, uh lead? I know that like all everybody's talking about oh Dave Batista should do it and he even posted a picture of him wearing the armor. And physically, yeah. I could see some of that, but honestly, I would rather have some really good, somewhat unknown actors play the main guys okay, and save the star power for maybe the supporting cast if they need to get stars in there. I, I don't know. I just feel like this is one of those things where Hollywood always fucking ruins some of these adaptations because of the casting, which is my main problem with the Borderlands <laughs> movie, right? So, yeah, I mean, you got to get the right people. Dom needs to be, you know, a guy of Hispanic descent. Uh, Marcus needs to be a guy that can be somebody like a Christian Bale Batman that can run the gamut of, you know, charismatic, but also really angry. You yeah. know, <laughs> um, Coltrane's got to be a larger than life big fun guy baird's gotta be he's gotta be able to carry so much sarcasm that you can't tell whenever he's saying anything that's not sarcastic yeah um that's that's gonna be a tough cast i think to put together that will they did it so well in the games with those voice actors like i mean john john dimaggio as marcus phoenix is yep. one of the greatest voice roles he ever had along with bender yes. but um you know and the whole storyline with dom It'll be interesting to see where they go with the movie does. Like, what part are they doing? Are they doing, like, what part of the war are they doing? Are we going to get flashbacks? Who's going to be Hoffman? Who's going to be Bernie? So many things. Anya. That story. Yeah, Anya. The story was really cool, and I love the way they drip-fed it through those first three games. And if you really wanted to get more in the lore, you had to read the books and or the comic books to get more into some of that backstory. Cause they knew that, that most gamers probably weren't going to carry about any of that stuff. It's just the people that fell in love with the stuff, the, yeah. the world. So that would get into that. Like I did. I saw some really cool, uh, people suggestions out there and I saw some pretty outlandish ones and people that were clearly just trying to troll where they were like having the rock be, uh, like Marcus Phoenix and things like that. Well, like, he's a big, tall, bald guy. The yeah. other thing too is I think people misunderstand how big these guys are. They're not that big. The art style makes them look bigger than they would be, and then the armor makes them look bigger than they would be. Yeah. You have to remember these are like special forces guys. Yeah, like I think that there's... these are going to be guys more in the size of like the actors that are in like SEAL Team Six or mm-hmm. you know stuff like that. Well, and I think that there is something to be said for, I don't know, video game art direction versus live right. action. Right. So, um, right. I I could get behind Dave Batista a little bit. Like I'm not against it. Uh, yeah, completely. I'm not against it either. But I, but like he can act, but I don't think he could be the Marcus Phoenix that I would want him to be. Yeah, and then uh, for Dom. I, I don't know. Like I thought that like it, 
I think age is becoming a hard thing for some of the picking out some of these people. Um, but I thought like uh, John Luisiamo, if it was like t- five ten years ago, would be a no, 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 no. Did you not see? Uh, no. Uh, was the last watch? Um, no. Oh my goodness. No. Okay. Fine. Just, just, <laughs> just, just shit on my pizza. Um. Anyways. No, no, no. You know who I think could do a good Marcus Phoenix? John Bernathel. Uh, Barenthal. Barenthal. Yeah. yeah how say his the, name? Punisher. the Punisher. Yeah. I think he could do a good Marcus Phoenix. I could see him as a um, dom too, possibly. Give uh, me he's more Italian, I guess. But like, yeah. I don't know. If Del Toro, if Benicio Del Toro was younger, I think he could pull off Dom, but I think he's too old now. Yeah. Um, but I thought that my original thought was like, oh, Terry Crews could probably be a Coltrane. And then I saw somebody tweet out like, no, Lester Spates is Coltrane. The original well, that's voice, the original, right? original that's voice the original, actor. Yeah. And like he even has the look, right? So I think yeah. that... I think they literally based it on him. So yeah, and then uh, um, for Baird, I thought you know if you had to do a big name actor, um, Bradley Cooper could probably pull it off. I feel like uh, I think he, yeah. He again, that. he's another one that he's a little older for that role now. You know, sure. we we have to remember that a lot of these guys that we love in Hollywood, like Bradley Cooper, is probably older than me right now yeah or at least you know what i mean yeah but you know i guess bear doesn't have to be necessarily a young person you know he's kind of his no but if we're gonna well you know i know they're not gonna follow the timeline of the game why do i even care <laughs> um let's but see while you're thinking about that i'm gonna pose uh another question for you i was listening to a podcast with uh Gary Witta who two years Bradley Cooper is two years older than me. <laughs> yeah, but you know, he looks good, right? Um Yeah. The I was listening to another podcast with uh Gary Witta and Paris Lily on Podcast Unlock and and they were talking about this whole announcement of the Gears of War movie. And Gary Witta is credited for writing Rogue One, right? And he, he was, they were asking him kind of like, how would he write this thing? And he said like, you know, they're going to get themselves in trouble if they try to do some massive blockbuster budget. Like if they try to do something ridiculously over the top, it's going to cost them a ton of money and it's not going to come out as good. And he's like, so if they can write small, they can do small. Uh, and it turned out well. And that got me thinking, I was like, what if there was, if they did this live action Gears of War movie and it didn't necessarily follow Delta Team per se? No, Um, I would actually like that. I would, I would love the movie to be about a completely different squad. And we hear about Delta Squad over the radio comms and these guys are a different squad and they've got a different job. They're running a parallel operation. They're doing something behind the scenes that unbeknownst the Delta Squad is helping them. You know what I mean? That yeah. would be the smart thing to do. All right. So I wasn't necessarily going with like maybe a specific squad, but I thought that if I had a chance, like, I, and I could not write a movie for the life of me. So this, I would be the wrong person to fill this out, but maybe the concept is great. And you can tell me if I am onto something or not, but I thought of 10 Cloverfield Lane 
how it was such a small movie in a small space and it had like that kind of thriller horror element inside of it in that giant universe of Cloverfield. Right. And I was thinking, what if they kind of touched into that horror and thriller atmosphere from the, especially the first two games of gears and had a smaller story that it could follow another squad or it could follow maybe the car, a Carmine brother. Um, you know, something like that in a way that just allows us to get a taste of that universe, to get a taste of like Jacinto as before it's falling or, you know, things of that nature, right? You know, something that is such a more smaller focus that gives us a fear of the locusts, a fear of, you know, all the things that are trying to kill you at night in that right. universe. So I, I kind of was like, I feel. I just, they should definitely set it. I mean, depending the first game, you know the the way the first game ends, it changes a little bit of the world of Sarah. Um, if they set it somewhere right around that, then you can have more of that horror factor going yeah. in because it changes when when the coalition, you know, uh, does the light mass bomb. That changes yep. a lot. So, Can you imagine uh, like an a scene where I'm like mixing a ton of movies together, but like imagine a scene like in the kitchen from Jurassic Park where like somebody's trying to hide and you hear the right. you can hear the click the clicking of the tickers and they're they're scratching <laughs> right? running around the room looking for yeah, you. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Like that well, would be scenes wild, like right? that in the games. You're like, yeah. oh, where is that thing? God damn it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So like that's where I'm like, if you could like I, I agree with Gary Wood on this. Like, if you could make it small and and uh, and touch into some of those more horror or you know thriller aspects from the the first two games, especially, it would be it'd be really cool. Now, the final question I'm going to ask you is: If they when they do this, do you think that they definitely need to have a Carmine in the series or in the in the live action? And or if they do have it, do you think that the Carmine should live or die? Oh man, uh, it would make a fun Easter egg, maybe in the background. I don't know if I necessarily want him in the story. He would be, I think, a distraction to the audience. Okay. I think it would make a fun Easter egg in the in the movie if there's a scene where we see a guy whose, you know, name is Carmine and he ends up dying or almost dying, kind of like how they staged it in the third Gears game. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, it wasn't the third Gears game where they did the vote to see whether yeah, they live or die. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So I feel bad for that family in the end, no matter what. All right, sir. Any final thoughts on the Gears movie or the animated series? Um, I imagine the animated series may have better potential because you wouldn't be tied to a budget for uh, physical um, effects and things of that nature. So would you want it to be done in a certain style of animation um i don't i mean honestly they could go with an anime look and i think it would work they could go um trying to think what i saw recently i still need to watch the cyberpunk show was animated what did i watch recently that was animated that i really liked see you don't even really like animation so yeah 
You're not going to watch it. I will probably. Um, wa- I will watch it because it's gear. Like if it's something that I can get my, if something I love and know, I will probably watch it. But I remember I watched something recently that was animated. That wasn't anime, but it was. I mean, it was. It was western produced and directed but it was definitely animated overseas somewhat and it was it was good i i would i would appreciate a more realistic sort of art style a realistic anime style not like a chibi or over the top anime style art okay. direction um but or even if they did maybe like cg model animation if they could pull off something like I mean, if they could make it look as good as the cg scenes in gears two and three that would i'd be okay with that but that may cost more yeah than, all right. Well, either way, we're probably still a long ways out from anything yeah. gears related, and that's it for the news for me. You know, any? Uh, I know we we like to knock each other around on Friday nights. Tell us about that, man. Yeah, Friday nights is a Fight Club. Come to our fighting game channel. Uh, come mingle. Um, we run an event fight club on Friday nights. Go to the rolls room at fight club. If you want to be notified, uh, we just get together on Friday nights and play fighting games. Uh, lately it's been a lot of King of fighters 15, but we've also been throwing down some killer instinct last weekend. We did some injustice two. Um, we're down to play just about any fighting game, uh, on the Xbox platform or that has cross play. Hopefully soon guilty gear. Cause I know that. There's a few of us that really want to play that one. All right. Well, I, you know, I'm going to make this uh, tempted announcement now. I am going to try to bring us back to Halo Nights. Uh, I'm going to try to figure something out. Maybe we'll do Thursdays. Maybe we'll do something else. But I, w- I would like to try to get the uh, the band back together. Up. I'd like to, I'd like to get Anthem and Sith and um, Are You Dead? Maybe Tamzilla. Some some uh, some of the old crew and. Maybe one day you'll log on to Xbox and look at the party and go, that's a good group of people. Maybe I want to go hang out with them and play some Halo and teabag and have fun. So be stay tuned. Maybe I'll make an announcement somewhere and we'll get some Halo Knights rolling again with now we have Forge and custom games coming our way. So something, it will come soon, eventually, one day. All right, sir. You brought this to my attention well you didn't really bring it to my attention but you brought this topic up for our deep dive and uh we got about 10 minutes left in the show so uh you know we've noticed a pretty nasty trend in today's world and you know i don't think it's video games centric i think it kind of is no across the board just but it seems like whenever something new comes out you know, something that a lot of people seem to be excited for. It is always met with a massive wave of complainers, people who just want to be a thief of joy and talk about all the bad and negative with something and not really be constructive just to be an asshat, right? So, you know, is this a problem that is going to be, fixed ever or is this something that we're just gonna have to live with i don't know it's probably not (laughs) yeah but yeah probably not people like to be a thief of joy and we have games that come out and you know like recently the god of war ragnarok came out and a lot of people are immediately bashing it 
talking about how bad it is, how it reuses animations, or blah, 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 and, and detracting from what has been pretty well received as a pretty fantastic game. that same... You could replace that with Modern Warfare 2. You could yes. replace that with uh, Plague Gotham Tale. Knights, Plague's Tale. Yeah, I, it's I mean, just it, nonstop. People just have an attitude to take away the enjoyment from others. And it sucks. It absolutely sucks. And I think where we have gone wrong in today's world is that Nobody's grateful for anything. That, and people feel like everything that is done has to be for them. And so when it they don't right. like it. It has to be perfect. <laughs> yeah, and when they don't like it, their, I don't know, their word is God. And they, they can trash it and have just this complete disrespect. And it sucks. It just sucks. So, I don't know. I have one solution to this. Uh thing and it's not a perfect solution it's not going to work completely but i feel like you know when we come across those people who are just trying to be you know a negative nancy for no other reason than they're just a person in a bad mood perpetually just get rid of them block them cut them off don't give them attention you know ubo i'm not direct talking directly at you this is not about you as Carly Simon once said, it is not about you. So I, I really feel that, you know, we should just let this, I don't know. Like it just sucks, right? Like you can't enjoy something before you run into like 10 people that are like, you know, I don't know. Like it's, it sucks, right? You, you are enjoying call of duty and you probably run into, see people all the time bitch and complain about every little aspect about that game and that sucks you know that can you just find any enjoyment so do you think i guess a question i have for you with this do you think that some of this is more about i guess this uh fictional con console war that's out there like people are just oh people people will cite on whatever it's not even yeah there's that there definitely is still the like oh I'm a PlayStation person or I'm an Xbox person or I'm PC master race or whatever. Like, uh, I don't know why it has to be that way. I only own the Xbox platform as my main gaming platform, but I don't shit on the other stuff. Oh, you own a PlayStation four now. Don't try to hide. I actually, I actually got rid of it. What? (laughs) I wasn't playing it. I don't like the controller. I, I just, it just sat there and it's like the the will to use it was very minimal compared to how much i wanted to play the xbox so i just got rid of it all right just recently actually i was like we just talked about this on friday man wow friday what friday we did yeah fight night i swear i don't know maybe it was another night oh that was probably a couple weeks ago dude okay (laughs) man Times a times a flat circle is what I. But been told. I I wish no ill will on yeah. uh, PlayStation or anybody that loves the PlayStation. I just uh, I just wasn't playing it. It was just sitting there. Um. Yeah, Ubo says he was looking for a PS5. You know, I think even right now, if if there was a PS5, I I wouldn't buy one because I wouldn't play it. And it's not not because oh I wouldn't touch a PlayStation. It's just because I got so many games. Look, I haven't even 
installed control and i've owned it for more than six months yeah and i'm talking about playing through cyberpunk again and i have god knows how many hours of fun that i'm gonna have playing modern warfare and warzone in the next few months um yeah but for sure there's that and we're like people that are like oh call of duty is better than battlefield or whatever and again i'm not in that or or you know uh Apex is a better battle rail than Fortnite or any of that stuff. Like, all that stuff's just silly. Like, just, you know, it always comes down to don't shit on somebody's pizza. Just enjoy your pizza and let them be. Exactly. I, I, you know, I think that we need, I've seen this said many, for many people, it's like you got to normalize that things just aren't for you. Like, if you aren't enjoying something... Then that's just not your your jam. Move on. Go do something else, right? And I think I think that is the hardest thing for a lot of people to recognize. Yeah, it's, and it it like you said, it goes beyond gaming. It's like movies, TV shows, books, yep. TV and movie adaptations of books. Um, it, even in the gym, even in the gym, Finn, there are people that will pick sides and and uh styles of you know like there are some people that are like oh powerlifting's the best and other people are like olympic lifting's the best and other people are like i only do you know crossfit style wads or i only do hit training or i only do kettlebells and it's like oh, it's all good man you guys don't have to like call out anybody or say you know it's one thing it's one thing to be proud of what you do uh and and talk about it but don't slander or slam other people because they're trying to enjoy their thing you know right? when i'm in the gym my form when i lift that kit kat to my mouth is perfect every single time so <laughs> you know it's it, it, yeah i just don't get it i hope like, you're using that as your pre-workout <laughs> <laughs> every time every time um yeah it's just it's one of those things it it just sucks that people like I said, thief of joy. Like, you know, that's the only way I can describe it. There's too many people out there that want to just steal everybody's enjoyment. And, and I don't want to get it. Like, I mean, there's, we could probably go get some psychologists and, and really figure this out if we wanted to, but you know, just don't be an asset. Like if you don't like something, you know, it's okay to be, you know, critical. I think it's okay to, uh, have a, fair outlook on something and go, you know, like, I don't like it because, you know, the, the, the game was too heavily reliant on stealthy or stealth, right? That's fine. That's fine to say that. Just move on, be done. Like you've, you've put a pin in it, go on, get out of here. Right. So I just think that is a important thing and you know, whatever, Let's just have fun with our games because in the end, this is just a hobby, right? We are adults. We're at the adultgamer.com and we play video games, have fun to sometimes unwind and get away from, you know, things that we'd rather not think about or be dealing with for a short period of time before we have to go back to those things. And, and let's just have a good time and enjoy this hobby together. Whether I'm playing Halo or Hoppus playing Call of Duty we can both respect each other and, and go like, Oh cool. Well let's, you know, get together on maybe overwatch later or something. Right. So let's just enjoy this hobby that we have and, and not detract from it again, giving criticism that's constructive is a lot different than just saying, 
this game sucks. I want to burn your house down. Right. You know, le- lower level animator, right? So, all righty. Any final words on this, bud? Like, uh, no, man. I think I think you summed it up perfectly. Okay, cool. Well, I uh, I think we've hit the uh, point of the show, and uh, I'll let you kind of give a plug for anything you're working on. Anything you want to talk about? You know, this week I'm gonna give it a pass because uh, I'm behind. So, all right, let's just uh, close it out. <laughs> all right. Well, uh, if you need to find Optimus Vet, I guarantee you can catch him on Xbox. Or in our adult gamer server, and also on Warzone 2.0 for the next uh, 97 hours, and once it releases, right? Is that it? Yeah, uh, it comes out tomorrow. Yeah. So, well, I can't wait to jump in there with you. Uh, I don't think I will be able to join in on your first drop like I did last time on Warzone 1.0. No, that's because the whole world was on Pandemic Watch. Yeah. For Warzone 1.0. Yeah, but, you know, it was nice to see my name up there as your first drop mate. It was, it brought back some good memories of helicopters and some good times. Oh, man. Anyways, uh, I'm Fenris765. You can find me at theadultgamer.com. In our Discord server, you can find me on Twitter at thefenris 765 uh, Love to chat about games. Love to play games. Uh, come join us there. And... For Optimus, for me, we'll catch you guys on the flippity flip.